Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, every once in a while, you have to put the your safety and comfort in the hands of a stranger. Yes. And we're not just talking about like first responders or people mm-hmm. like that. When that person responsible for getting you somewhere safely isn't the safest person. Yes. You got two choices. Mm-hmm. You could say something. Or you can hold on for dear life and pray to whoever your God is. And although the decision sounds easy to make, yeah. in the moment, maybe not so much. Mm. You're hanging out in the break room, Ronch, just classic rock, 96.5, WCMX. So, Tommy, I get up this morning, yeah. alarm goes off at 2.30, roll out of bed, shower, brush my teeth, everything's normal, grab my laptop bag, got my fruit salad, my yogurt, and my banana. I am mm. ready to kick off the day. And I walk outside, and wouldn't you know, my back left tire is completely flat. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's gone. So, now you're stuck. Yep. That's something I got to deal with mm-hmm. today. But in the meantime, Tommy, we got a show to do. Got to get it on. Yep. Show must go on. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time to flip the tire in my driveway in the dark, right? So it's 2.45 a.m. I live in West Henrietta. I got to get to High Falls. Sure. So Uber it is. Lucky for me, I got an Uber. Damn. That's insane. I know. Because like, you're out there. Yeah, Did you I have to wait a while, or was it already out there for some reason? Ten minutes. So the oh, okay. the guy was at the airport, uh, which isn't all that far, far from my yeah. house, right? So, all right, guy's on his way. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm actually feeling good. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nothing about my schedule is going to change, because you know our mornings are down to the second time. Yeah, it kind of is. So guy comes to the house, picks me up. Mm. I get in the car. He doesn't want to be chatty. I'm, this is, I hit the Uber lottery. Yeah, yeah. Right? Did. Dream situation. Mm-hmm. And then he starts driving. And I'm in the back of the car in the beginning, and I'm looking at my phone, and I glance out the window, and I realize the world outside is moving pretty fast. So he's <laughs> okay. hauling ass. Bro, he's- <clears throat> You trucking. He's taking turns at like NASCAR speeds. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a pretty significant gentleman, mm-hmm. and I'm flying around in the back of the car with my seatbelt on. So I glance at the speedometer from the back seat. He is doing 70 miles an hour Ooh. on East River Road in the pitch black dark, and that's deer country out there, son. Oh, yeah. Do you have your seatbelt on? Yes. Uh, well, I put my seatbelt on anyway. Oh, well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, if you didn't have it on, did you, like, quietly try to click it just to send a message? <laughs> no. So, Kimmy, not to mention, he's not keeping this car under fantastic control. Like, we're hitting the rumble strips every once okay. in a while on the side of the road. So, I'm starting to get nervous. You're pushing the limit. Yeah. And I want to tell the guy, like, hey, man, if you wouldn't mind slowing down, that would be great. Okay. But for some reason, sitting in the back of that car, I couldn't get the words out. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like 
that would have made me look like a bitch. No, sissy boy, a bitch. Right? You're hitting the rumble strips. I'm getting scared. Bro, I was terrified. Legitimately <laughs> terrified. So, look, I don't want to get in some horrific accident no. at 3 in the morning with a man I don't know. And what's even more strange is if I insult this guy by asking him, yeah. let's say he's really offended. Yeah. It's not like I'm never gonna I'm ever gonna see him again. Mm-mm. I don't know him. Nope. He doesn't know You've me. You've actually put all your faith in a stranger in a private car. Yes, and there's literally the, nothing that will happen to me past this car ride. Right? It's, it's one step above hitchhiking. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. But I couldn't bring myself to no. ask him to slow down. Right? Mm-hmm. So we hit Scottsville Road behind the airport. There, I swear to God, he's still doing 60. A deer, like ah. 40 yards ahead of us, darts out onto the road. <laughs> He slams on the brakes. Oh, Jesus. Misses the deer. Yeah. Goes right back to doing 60. And I'm in the back of the car, clutching the overhead bar, like that's going to do anything when we flip upside down or that deer goes flying through the windshield. So we get to the city. Tommy, if the light was too long, turns out there was no light for him (laughs) at all. He's blowing red lights. I'm taking lefts to get there quicker. And look, here's the thing. I get that this guy makes money on every trip he can pick up. Yes. So it benefits him to be going as fast as possible. And he came from the airport, so I'm assuming he's trying to get back to the airport to pick up people that are flying in this morning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but for God's sakes, yeah. for God's sakes. It sounds like describing, you're, I was going to say, you're describing a New York City cab ride yeah. in the sticks. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. And like, it's harder. Do you like, always drive like this? No, but here's what I didn't realize until that moment. You're right, Kimmy. I've taken cabs in Toronto yeah. and New York yeah. and Atlanta. Like, a little dicey. Yeah. But like, you can only go so fast because every other block, there's a light in the turn. challenge it sometimes. <laughs> He's doing 70. Yeah. yeah. All right. Would you have said something in the back of that car, 252 WCMF, Tommy? No. You kept your mouth shut, too. I've been in this situation before. Okay. And the last time... My wife and I went down to visit my brother mm-hmm. in in South Florida. So we caught a, a hotel shuttle from the airport to the hotel. Nice, and it's run by the ho- by the hotel we're staying at. Beautiful, but it's like it's busted Florida hotel. <laughs> and here comes busted, and it was like a minivan. Okay, and so it was my wife and I, and then four other women about my age that were on a girls. They called it a woman's retreat, Ooh. but they were on. So we're all packed into this thing, right? And there's one woman, she's like the leader of the pack. She's like loud. I, I immediately knew what she did for a living or she was retired. She was a business executive. She didn't take any crap off of people. And this kid, is, it, this thing is rickety. You could smell exhaust. And we're hauling ass in South Florida traffic. But South Florida traffic, it's like, you know, everybody's doing 80. Sure. So my even my wife goes, he's going really fast. I go, I'm like, it's Florida. It's, you know. Florida baby is how we do I'm nervous here. as hell, but I ain't saying nothing, <laughs> right? So before my wife was going to say something, this B. Arthur woman in the back, she goes off on this kid. So she's doing the work for you guys. Oh, yeah. And I think, like, my if, I was, if it was just my wife and I in a car, she was going to say something to that kid. Okay. Like, you need to slow down, or we're, we're in no rush, so take your time. Don't feel like you got to speed. She'd be polite about it. Sure. But she'd make her point where I would just white knuckle it. Because <laughs> yeah. I used to travel by myself, and I would get in these cabs, these places where the guy's just hauling ass, but I figured, nah, he's getting me there pretty quick. It's pretty cool, right? <laughs> hey, hey, the ticket's on him, not me. I also find it funny. You're insulting the woman who said something, even though you yeah. wanted to say oh, something, yeah. but were too scared. Like, oh, that I love woman this may woman. have saved your life. I, I hated this woman, but I loved her because she was like that woman. It was just not, she had no filter. 
Like she was just telling this kid blunt. Okay. And I was like, man, this is great. I'll do a damn thing. Did the kid slow down? Oh, yeah. No kidding. You weren't taking any crap off of this woman. This Mm. woman was probably almost six foot. What is she going to do? Beat the hell out of him? Bro, I don't want to (laughs) know. But she was like one of these businesswomen, like Rand stuff. Okay. Yeah, like she was like. She was the boss. She was boss lady, but like boss lady. Like you didn't mess. Like she could have sold cocaine. She could have sold, you know, uh, insurance. Do we have WCMF Kimmy? Are you saying anything no, in the back of this Uber? No. You're not saying anything I'm either. Just, I'm just. Uh, you're not a mom. Yeah, but I'm just. I'm just sitting there hoping for the best. If you get your kids in a car, mom's going off. Oh no, kids! I'm saying something. Kids, but, I'm but, saying but, something. Yeah, but my wife right away. Well, but here's the thing: I can use the kids as a shield. Yeah. Right. Oh, you know the kids. The They're kids. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, I can't be like, hello, I am scared. <laughs> I am a grown man who is scared of what you're doing yes. to me right now. So please stop doing mm-hmm. that. Are you a? Are you more of a bitch for asking him to slow down? Or for keeping your mouth shut and not rocking the boat. Because we just got this Twitter DM from Blake. He says, you not saying anything makes you a, huh take initiative and be a man. Hey, I'm a man that wants to go slower. Slow down, you're scaring me. Slow, I'm scared of you because I'm a man. I don't like this beat you're going. (laughs) No, you don't look like a guy, man. There have been times where I won't say something if I know they're passing the point that they're supposed to drop me off because like they're, I've had Uber drivers that just talk and talk and they don't realize like they're coming up on the destination. I'm like, uh, uh, and like I'm looking for like a break and I'm talking to be like it's this is it's this is the building right here. Oh yeah yeah yeah, and then they like have to loop around again. But it's like why didn't I just say something earlier? Like I knew he wasn't going to stop there. He was going too fast. But I won't even say like this is my stop if he's talking too much. You got to remember like we don't do that this often. Like get in and. Have somebody drive. It's like if you lived in New York City where you take taxis a lot, right? Yeah. Because yeah. my aunt, both of them New Yorkers and, you know, lived in Manhattan her whole life. My aunt would get in that cab and tell that dude where to go, how to do it, and what she expected out of him, like right up front. But that was her life. Sure. Like I would never, I when I used to go visit, I just got in the car and go, uh, East 83rd Street, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this place is, you know. You could have taken me around Columbus Circle 10 times. Well, they got a lot of these. <laughs> Yeah, but she was like snapped to it. Oh, 252 WCMF 252-9263. I get up this morning, 2.30 to go to work. Flat tire. That sucks. Flat tire. Can't, don't have time to change it. Call an Uber. I get one. It's great. Get in the back of the car. I'm going to be on time for work. Everything's fantastic. Dude really takes off. Really on time. He is flying. <laughs> he's doing 70 miles an hour in the pitch dark on East River Road. He's taking these turns like he's speed mm. racer. Deer jets out in front of us on Scottsville. He's doing 60. Slams the brakes on. As <laughs> soon as the deer passes, he hits 60 again. He's blowing red lights in the city. And I am in the back horrified, horrified, and I just want him to slow down, and I want him to be safe, but I was too much of a bitch to say out loud, yeah. please slow down. You did the right thing. Well, I don't think I did. You did. No, I, what if he got in an accident? No, you did. I'm not going to get it. No, I should have said slow down. Slow down. I'm not going to get in an accident. What are you talking about? You're going to hate the way it sounds coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I don't. You will. Now, now that you I'm will. telling the story back, I feel like a bitch for not being for like, not hey, man, can we, just, can we slow down? But what if he said something and he still didn't slow down? Then get me out of the car, man. You're going to get out of the car in the middle of the dark? Yeah. I'll stand at Campy's <laughs> and get an Uber from I ain't there. Get, that's the other thing. You're I ain't get the same guy. I ain't, yeah, get- <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting out of that car, man. Uh, bro, I, I don't get motion sickness. I was getting motion sickness. Really? It was going that fast. Damn. 252-WCMF. Let's talk to Sarah. Hey, Sarah, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. What do you got for us? So I have a very similar but different kind of experience. So similar a couple of years ago, I went to a wedding, planned on having like two drinks, drive home after five hours, no big deal. 
I get blackout. I've never been blackout in my life. So I do the responsible thing and I take an Uber home. I live in Macedon. The Uber costs like $35 on a Saturday night. Okay, fine, whatever. Next morning, I have somewhere to be. I need to get my car back. It is minimum $90 to get out of my neighborhood because there's no drivers on a Sunday morning. Sure. So I'm trying to find a ride to take me where I need to go and I'll get my car back later, whatever. No one's answering their phone conveniently. I end up biting the bullet, living with my decisions. I, I sign up for this Uber, get in the car. We're not even out of my neighborhood yet. This woman's telling me about how many hands were inside of her during childbirth whoa. and being assaulted as a child. Whoa! We're not whoa. my neighborhood. It is a 20-minute drive, and I'm just sitting there in the back thinking in my feet like you should have friggin' walked to Webster. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird? I didn't walk. know Kimberly was uh, doing Uber now. <laughs> well, you gotta eat, man. <laughs> So, Sarah, let me ask you a question. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, <clears throat> as, a, as a true through and through millennial, by the end of the drive, I did the only reasonable thing to do, which was I gave this woman five stars and a $30 tip. <laughs> I did the same thing this I morning. You I tipped him, man. I gave him five stars yeah. like an idiot. But, Sarah, let me ask you. Like, I mean, that conversation nobody wants to have. Mm-hmm. It's obviously going to make anyone uncomfortable. If you would have said, like, hey, I had a rough night last night. I got a killer headache. Would you mind just not yeah, talking? Yeah, getting sick. That's a reasonable request. Why did you not That's feel like That's a tough you one, though, because this woman's telling you, like, some deep stuff. It's you almost, know what I mean? It right. also may make you nauseous. Yeah. But I, I would feel I, funny I cutting her off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could have done that, but I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like if they were like, "How, how's the weather? How's your mm. life? What do you do?" It'd be easier to be like, "I had a rough night. Can we stop talking?" But like, she's pouring her heart out to me. I don't yeah. know what to do. Oh, Sarah, and I don't I... want to deal either. I just don't want to deal with this stuff. No, that but... just get me there. Okay, but uh, Sarah, thank you for the call. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you made it back safe and found out there were multiple hands involved. Yeah, uh-huh, thank you. Have a good rest of the day. Because <laughs> if I say slow down or shut up, that could go sideways, right? Me not saying anything, just get me there and I'll deal. The speed this man was going, mm-hmm. there was a good chance we were going sideways at some point. Yeah, but you already got there. Sideways. Sideways. <laughs> get me there sideways. All right, let me ask you a question. What? You know, you don't want to do it to someone you don't know, an Uber driver, tell them to slow down or stop talking. What if it was a friend giving you a ride? Uh, let me run, let right. me run a hypothetical. Mm. All right, so let's say Tommy, tomorrow <clears throat> your car craps a bed. Yeah. I got to pick you up, give you yeah. a ride to work, right? So I pick you up, we pull out of your driveway, and I'm doing 65 down Monroe Avenue. I'm blowing red lights, and I know you don't like speed. Mm. You're a slow ass bitch. You asking me to slow down? I'd probably just make fun of you. I don't think I would tell you to slow down. How would you make fun? Oh, you would make fun of me in a hope that I would slow down? Yeah. Like yeah. a sissy ass bitch. Yeah, I couldn't do it to you or Kimmy. No. Kimmy, if I picked you up yeah. from your house and I'm flying down Main Street to get yeah, us here, I'm not, I'm not saying you're anything. not saying a word. No, even if you feel scared. Yeah, I'm not. I'm and you've not. had three flats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that there would be a point where I could say anything just because yeah, yeah, you're doing yeah, yeah, me yeah. a favor too. So I, I don't could know. joke around, but that'd be it. Wouldn't have any teeth to it. Okay. I'm, a, I'm spineless, man. I don't, I'm a coward. When you're, I'll hide in the trunk till we get there. I'm a known hider. <laughs> There's also one other thing I'm afraid to say if I'm in somebody else's car. Can you please turn down the heat or turn up the air conditioning? Oh, really? Because I've noticed like this is a problem with my husband during either like the middle of winter or the middle of summer. 
because if we get an Uber or Lyft and they have the heat cranking, he will be di- like he will be dripping sweat. Oh, God. He will be like dying to open a window. I I could just see it, but he won't say a word. See, I'll open the window. I got no problem doing yeah, that. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Really? He won't do that. I think we're just a- we don't want to offend anybody, so it's like instead of just simply asking, "Hey man, can you turn down the heat?" We'll just sit there and suffer until the ride's over. Oh, good. I feel like less of a puss. All right. 252 WCMF again this morning. Flat tire on my car in the driveway. Sucks. Had to get an Uber. Felt good. Like, oh, we got an Uber. Guy's doing 70 miles an hour on East River Road. I'm horrified. I'm in the back of the car. He almost hits a deer at one point on Scottsville Road. I didn't say anything. I wanted him to slow down. I was too much of a bitch to say anything. And I realized something this morning. What's that? Well, like you brought up the hotel shuttle. Mm-hmm. You know, you take cabs in other cities, those mini buses at the airports, sure. right? What makes the Uber ride the most scary of all those things? Mm-hmm. Those other things, the cabs, the minibuses, the hotel rides, those are professional drivers. Yes, they are. Uh, They do it every day, Mm -hmm. and they may have to have a special kind of license to do it. Sure. Not only that, they are beholden to like a boss and a larger company. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not the case with no. Uber and Lyft. That's what I'm saying. It's hitchhiking. And, and this morning, I fully realized that these are just people that own cars. Mm-hmm. And anyone that wants to do it, as long as you pass the background check, can do it. Right. Which, until this morning, I did not realize was a massive oversight. Sure. Because like, it's hard to be a cab driver with the <clears throat> tests and the insurance and all the stuff you need to register. Mm-hmm. Like Your most dangerous friend on the road, and we all have one, mm-hmm. can't drive a cab or an airport bus. But your most dangerous friend on the road can tomorrow start yeah. driving for Uber. Yeah, and we all just jump right on board. I mean, when it first came out, everybody's going, "This is like the greatest invention ever." Yeah. But now, even like I notice, like some of these law firms and these ads start to add in rideshare services if you've been hurt. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. I think that was for different reasons. Oh <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> oh, but I mean that's yeah. but that's what they're talking about. Uh, I, they could include that in there too. No, it says rideshare. No, I know, but I'm saying I don't think it's for driving reasons. Yeah. It's for like oh. safety. What are you not reasons? getting? No, but they're in an accident. Oh, okay. Well, oh. like you really... see them get in oh. an accident. No, I was with Kimmy. I thought it was based yeah, on the other because, stories. Yeah, like, because I know that, that there no, 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 no. They're saying the like if you've thing. been injured in a rideshare. Okay. All right. All right. Fair. I didn't know what ad you were referring to. Let's finger blast Frank over here. Let's Call r- me. Wrap it up with this Twitter DM. <laughs> Rule I live by as a passenger. Ask yourself, does this guy have anything to live for? If he looks like a loser, or I know he's a loser, like some of my oldest friends, I won't get in the car. If the guy has something to live for, I'll let him take me 90 through a cul-de-sac. <laughs> Yeah, but how do you know that? I know. Just at first glance. Because like, you're doing a rideshare service in the middle of the night. You can kind of, I mean, look, car can tell you, face can tell you. I mean, when it comes to friends, I get that 100%. Yeah. If I know my friend's a loser, you're right. Slow the F down. But if you're calling an Uber at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you're at the mercy of the That's a crapshoot. No, you're right. You're right. Because again, it's not like I can cancel it and call somebody else because he's around the corner from my house. He's going to come back and try it again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> The music sucked too. He was listening to like like female singing techno music. He was a guy in his like late twenties. What are you doing? Deer flying across Rumble stairs. Wait, your mom was back there? I will punch you in your stupid head. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are judged by the value you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't just go for work, Tommy. It goes for every aspect of your life. Because this story out in, ter- out in Ontario County is bad enough for these poor folks. But how this nightmare started is enough for your buddies to bust your balls for the rest of your life. <laughs> you hanging out in the break room, Ron's just Classic Rock, 96.5 WCMF. Fire crews out in Ontario County were called out to a situation on Sunday afternoon. What happened? Officials say when they got there, they found a smoldering ceiling. Ooh. Fire. Fire. The firefighters had to cut part of the ceiling out to put the fire out. Mm. The good news, mm. everyone was safe. Okay. No reports of any injuries. The bad news, however, is how the fire started. What happened? Screwing in a light bulb. <clears throat> how do you do that and set the place on fire? So about a half hour before the fire, mm. the man who lived there, according to 10 NBC, said he changed the light bulb in the living room. And it is believed the movement of the light, spot, light socket either exposed some or touched some exposed wires. That led to the fire. Okay. So there's no way he could have known. No. But you changed a light yeah. bulb and you started a fire. Yeah. Like you probably had to explain that to the firefighters once they showed up, right? How'd you start this fire? I changed a uh, light bulb. I put a thousand <laughs> watt light bulb in. Now, if you're this guy's buddy, all you hear in those details <laughs> is he almost burned down the yes. house changing a light bulb. And then comes, well, why aren't you checking X, Y, Z to make sure nothing's wrong? You got to check the electricity (laughs) converter on the flange to ensure minimum wire contact or whatever it is you dick say that know how to do stuff around the house. Tommy, Mm. if you screw up a job around the house. Mm, And I have. Not only will you never live it down, every guy that finds out what you did is going to tell you exactly how you screwed up and why you're dumb. Mm -hmm. It is the worst part about not being handy. Yeah. You and I know this very well because we are the least handy men on the planet. And those same guys that want to bust your balls, Tommy, about not knowing what you're doing will also shame the hell out of you for calling an expert and getting it done the right way. Yes, they will. They'll man shame you. Yes, exactly. Like, you're an idiot for not doing it right. You called someone, you know how easy it is. All you got to do is connect the Y converter. Like, he is that guy. I hate that guy. But sometimes it's not even handy guys that are will make fun of you for it. It's just something you're assumed. It's just assumed that you should know how to do. Yeah, man because stuff. they did it once. Yeah. Like, what are you, an idiot? Now, I mean, this story is unique because with the light bulb, the guy didn't know. There's nothing he could do, right? Yeah. But when you decide you're going to do something around the house, mm. and it's something you're not totally confident in, 
You need to understand Mm. that your spouse, your neighbors, whomever else you tell is going to be waiting to judge the hell out of you when it's done. Mm -hmm. And if that project you're working on or fix that you're trying to do yourself doesn't come out perfect, you're going to hear about Mm -hmm. it. The worst situation is when it comes from your in-laws, which I think is a pretty common occurrence. The father-in-law. Yeah, especially on the greater part, father-in-law, <clears throat> brother-in-law, mm-hmm. whoever, right? Especially, Tommy, if your in-laws are handy or have some kind of home improvement yeah. background. Because you went through that with your second marriage. Oh, yeah, with Tony, yeah. But Tony would just do it. Like, Tony would say just, like, he would get mad if you bought anything mm-hmm. that you could have done yourself. And then he would just come over and do it. Okay. Uh, so he shamed you in a way where he just showed up and did the work. <laughs> he would show up and I would just be the gopher. Like I remember like we were putting in like this like little walkway area, right? So my job was just to hand Tony the stones, <laughs> and then he put them in because he knew how to do that okay. stuff. Okay, okay, but like you don't think that when Tony we'll got make in Tommy his tr- feel like he's helping. But yeah. like, you don't think when Tony got in his truck or when he was talking to his kids, mm-hmm. he wasn't making fun of you mercilessly behind. Yeah, but your it back. was in Sicilian, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> No, but you're absolutely right. Right? Like, my father-in-law is a home inspector. Mm. He lives in Iowa. And I love that man. But when he comes and visits our house, he does a tour, and he slowly chips away at my manhood for a few hours Mm. by pointing out all the things that are wrong, all the things I should have been doing, shaming me for not doing them myself, and then doing them in front of me while I... I don't even get to help. I just have to stand there and watch him do it because I feel bad. Like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs now while you fix my house. (laughs) So, but, 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 like, but with like Big Tony, like when I bought that house in Webster, the only thing I knew was all the crap my dad did wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know anything. So like I was completely lost. If I didn't have this guy in my life, I don't know where I would have been with that house. Yeah. Because I couldn't afford, yeah, I just bought a house. I, didn't ha- I couldn't afford to hire anybody to do this stuff. Sure. So I didn't know how to landscape. I didn't know how to do anything. All I knew was the extremely base, dumb stuff, which would be. Changing a light bulb. Which this guy did in Ontario County and set his house on fire. Yeah. Kimmy, is your husband handy? Um, I would say yes, only because I grew up with my dad who wasn't handy at all. Okay. Like, he yeah. would attempt things and then just make the problem worse. My husband will, like, take his time, even if he doesn't know how to do it, at least try to, like, learn how to do things the right way. His dad is super handy, so my father-in-law is, like... He fixes everything. That's awesome. See, that's, um, that's the golden scenario yeah. because mm-hmm. you, you have no shame calling your dad because, you know, father son are supposed to work on these things together, mm-hmm. right? And dad is always happy to help. Yeah. It's when you're not taking care of his baby girl, right? When it's the father-in-law and, you know, driving away, what am I doing? Leaving her alone with this guy who doesn't even know how to screw in a light bulb without setting the house on fire. But it is funny, <laughs> though, because, like, my dad, not being a handy guy at all, will still come over and be like, you know what you could do? You know, if you did, if you took out this wall, it's like, really? Really, Steve? And now, how would we go about doing that? What's the first step? You know, I live in He still fear. has a lot of ideas. Okay. I live in fear of having a grandchild, and they ask you things. And I'm going to be like, I don't know, sucks, man. <laughs> well, Probably had to go buy that thing. <laughs> I don't know how to make a wagon, bro. <laughs> I don't know how to make a wagon. I don't know. We go down to the store. Well, you bring up a good point as we again talk about the story out in Ontario County. A man screws on a light bulb. 30 minutes later, his house sets on fire. The light bulb fixture yeah. moved, touched some kind of wire, then whatever. But mm. it all comes down to fixing stuff around sure. your house and knowing what you're doing and the shame that comes when you do it wrong or call somebody else to do it for you. The expectations of being a father mm. and a grandfather in society. Because you're right. There's this Rockwellian idea from generations ago that 
Bob knows best. Mm. Dad knows how to fix everything. And if he doesn't do it, we call up Grandpa and he brings his tools. He's got the old rusty toolbox and some WD-40. Yeah, exactly. Every old man needs a rusty toolbox and some WD-40. You don't have those. Nope. I don't have those. Like, if my daughters ever get to a point where they have their own place, Mm -hmm. they can't call me to help. I'm not going to know what I'm doing. I'm useless. (laughs) I'm completely useless. I am too. Which I guess will be good for my uh, girls' eventual like partners, right? Like they don't have to worry about me coming yeah. over and shaming them. I mean, I'm good for like hauling stuff to the curb, like if I, I like drag this to the curb. Okay. <laughs> I feel bad for current dads of like Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts because do you remember like dads would just take it upon themselves to like oh, do yeah. all that stuff when yeah. we were kids? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many now though now that those kids whose dads did everything for them have kids. Like, are they the ones doing all that, like, handiwork and all the, getting all those, what do they call them? Like the... Boxcar, the, soapbox yeah, derbies. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. Or is it, like, figure it out in your own kid? I guess the kids are going help. on YouTube now. YouTube's become your dad. Oh. And your grandpa. Like, Put that like, on a you t-shirt. Know, YouTube's you don't dad. need them anymore. <laughs> There's be some grandfather on YouTube showing you how yeah. to do it. So they're one of the most popular <clears throat> Instagram pages mm. is a guy who is a dad who started this page because he knows that not everyone had a dad growing up, and he just offers you dad tips all the time. Ah. That's a great idea. It is. I watch it. If they're it. good tips. Well, no, they are, and he knows what he's talking about. I can't do it. He walks you through step by step. I'm still afraid to try any of the stuff. <laughs> but, like, Kimmy, you bring up, like, the Boy Scout stuff. You're right. There were dads that knew how to do it, and mm-hmm. they just did it on their own yeah. and never showed the kids, and the kids never learned. The worst situation is what I had growing up. My dad didn't know what he was doing, yet took it upon himself to do everything. <laughs> that was my father also. Right? And then right. it was a disaster. But it wasn't around the house. My dad <clears throat> never fixed anything around the house. It was just for things like the soapbox derby, because my brother and I would consistently come in last with these cars that my dad would build. Yeah. And uh, no, uh, he'd be in the basement. Like he had like a wood table for some yeah, reason. Yeah, a, wor- a workbench, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We only used it. We only used it to do the soapbox derby cars that would consistently come in last place. So my old man at one point got into aquariums. We lived in Jersey. I'm a little kid. Okay. So he bought like seven tanks, all this stuff. He was going to get into tropical fish. He and then he built um, shelving for it. Well, the tropical fish thing failed miserably, and they died. Okay. Like they died like immediately. Like, I don't know what he was putting in that water, but they all want belly up. <laughs> so when he started taking the fish tanks down, my mother noticed there's a bunch of holes in the wall where he put the shelving up. So my father, she, she goes, Mike, what are you going to do? With he goes, just put a book there. Put a book there? Yeah, he goes, just put a book there. Nobody see it. So he has this fancy house in New Jersey with these botched up shelves with dead fish, and now he's just shoving books with covering up his mistakes. Like, that was his answer. Put a book there. Yeah, that fell that in. Just put a book there. 252 WCMF 252-9263. Let's talk to Frank. Hey, Frank, what's up, buddy? Oh, my God. I just turned you on. And my wife knows everything. She put in a toilet a couple of years ago. She, she That's a terrible way to talk about marrying you, Frank. I <laughs> <laughs> She does everything, and all I do is supervise. Her, her dad taught her and her brother how to do everything. She even got laid down the, uh, what do you call it, the tar on the driveway by herself. Wait, oh she God. sealed your driveway? <laughs> we didn't get her, the, you know, the, the, the black crap that you put on the yeah. driveway. She does everything. I come home. I was up at the lake. I come home three days later. I can't get in the driveway. She did it. All 
All right, Frank, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Because I know you're a man who's securing himself. You've been around a long time. You've got a great attitude. You don't feel a little bit emasculated when the neighbors <laughs> no, see your wife no, sealing the driveway? No, not at all. I think I'm a lucky guy. And she won't let me touch anything. Because if I touch anything, I break it. Everything is like, don't touch anything, Frank. You you have no common sense. You don't know what you're doing. Don't do it. I'll do it. I'll take care of it. That's the greatest marriage of all time. Right now, she's going to clean the bathroom. Do the to- I mean, she does, she does everything since she's been retired, too. Damn. And it's amazing. And I'm, I'm lucky as hell. Well, good if for I saw, you. If I saw some old lady with buckets of tar... And a spreader out there. I break it. <laughs> Frank, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. There goes Frank. I, th- I would think she's working off a DWI. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, look, Frank says he's the luckiest guy in the world. He is. And it's great that he has that. You would not want what Frank has. I don't know, man. That sounds pretty good. She replaced good. a toilet. Okay, no, no, look, look I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to take anything away from mm. this woman. That is very impressive. You think it's I would great. hate that my wife was doing that? Yeah, because you already, I mean, look, you already have a problem with feeling emasculated not in this room oh, it must be after i go home sure sure i feel like such a guy when i leave here, are you gonna sit here? i'm a happy guy are you gonna sit here in the world's tallest turtleneck in a shacket and pretend like you <laughs> you don't have a like that was our fault we chose that outfit this morning what's wrong with my outfit it's a regular you know lay in tar outfit you look like you're trying to go as a fancy kangaroo for halloween <laughs> But like you already, we're already all a little insecure as men. If you came, I'm a control freak. If you came home and found your wife tarring the driveway, you're stalling something. Your first concern would be the neighbors are going to think. Well, wait, that would be your concern. Yes. Oh, you'd point out like the. What's man work? What are you doing doing man work? But you can't do that, man. Yeah. Yeah, Well, we'll get a man. (laughs) We'll hire a guy. So you'd rather spend the money, pay to have somebody do it for you, than be shamed by your wife stealing the driveway. My first thing, anytime we have a problem around the house, is. Let's call somebody. My wife is always, let's take a look at her. Okay. Because, you know, raising kids on her own with no money, she always had to do that. Well, but she's I was also just like, saving you from embarrassment by doing that. Because if you take a look at it first and it's actually a very simple problem, like a, you know, flip yeah. of a switch. If you had called somebody and they came over and said, oh, and did that and then went home, wouldn't you be embarrassed? Yeah. But I can never uh, see that guy again. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm good for the economy because I'm spending money. <laughs> I'm giving, you know what? I'm a job creator. Is that what you are? Well, I am. What you bring up here <laughs> mm-hmm. brings us to the most important part of this conversation. What is that? Because right now, we are living in the perfect storm of male home improvement embarrassment. Because the fact of the matter is, Getting someone else to fix something around the house, a mm-hmm. professional at this moment, is expensive. Oh, yeah. A lot of places are short. Exactly, yeah. And materials have... Oh, my God. Okay. So you may not have the money to get someone to fix it the right way. Mm-hmm. On top of that, there are a hundred different folks that want to tell you how easy it is to do it yourself. Tommy, you brought up YouTube. There's videos for everything. Yes. Home Depots and Lowe's run commercials all the time telling you how simple it is to fix things in your Let's home. Let's just do it. The last three slogans for the Home Depot Mm -hmm. have been, you can do it, we Mm -hmm. can help, more saving, more doing, Mm -hmm. how doers get more done. Why are you giving people the confidence (laughs) to fix things that they are not qualified to fix? (laughs) What are you doing? Well, Like, there is an entire economy on knowing men will make mistakes on things they're not qualified for. I'm a do-it-yourselfer. Yes! Do they still... Didn't they used to like run classes for they kind of do. DIY stuff too? Okay, yeah, I, I don't so, know if yeah. that that's still exists. And they do it for kids too. Yeah, yeah, which I guess in the grand scheme of things, if you're not a handy person, send your kids to those classes because it's a good skill to have. Oh yeah. 
Uh, by the way, now we're getting shamed by everybody. Yeah, what's that? Uh, Leanne writes us on Instagram. I'm 30. Literally just replaced the innards of our toilet over the weekend because it was constantly running, leaking. Took me two hours after a four-minute YouTube video. Super easy. Husband was thankful I took something off the to-do list. Well, Leanne, good for you. Okay, it's that easy if it took you two hours to do it. I can't do that. Can you? Yeah, I know. No, but I wouldn't call that easy. Oh, well, well, maybe it was easy. It just it was time consuming. That's it not could, easy. Well, it could be easy and take you a fix while. Fix it on toilet. She fixed it. She said it was that. easy. I'll call it a guy. How do you sit here and <laughs> criticize this woman when she did something that we can't do? I got so many handyman numbers on my phone for everything. And you're they're the, like. You're the only guy I know that brags about that. I Look don't at care. all these numbers. <laughs> to do compete men at my house. Look at those hands. So soft. Like, supple. I could be a model for hands. Little man hands. Also known as a hand model. <laughs> I could be a model for hands. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You know, the more you think about it, the more you realize you'd have to have a lot of balls to attempt this. Oh. And it's not even about being on national television in front of a whole bunch of people. Mm. It's if you screw up, yeah. it will follow you for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Especially now. You could be a meme. 100%. You're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock, 96.5. WCMF. We'll jump right into it. A local man was on national TV last wow. night. Uh, Ryan DeMarco was on Wheel of Fortune. 7 p.m. last night. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. Mm. Ryan, it turns out, is a break room listener, and he wrote us last week uh, to oh. tell us that he was going to be on Wheel of Fortune. Look at that. And I was like, I'm going to watch this, and I'm going to bring it up on the air. Mm. And because I'm an idiot, I not only forgot to mention it on the air, I forgot to watch it last so night. So it aired, right? Yes. Uh, now, I don't know how he did. <clears throat> okay. I haven't seen any viral tweets where it's Ryan that, screwed up royally. Which is good for Ryan, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> But that brings up the problem with a game show like Wheel of Fortune. Because I know like everybody has a dream of going on Jeopardy or Deal or No Deal or who wants to be a millionaire or whatever yeah. stupid game show exists now. But Wheel of Fortune's a different monster. Okay. It's the easiest one to embarrass yourself on. The simplicity of it all could have you overthinking it. Bingo. Like, you have to be really smart to be on Jeopardy. Oh, and yeah. if you don't know some of the questions, it makes perfect sense. They're really, mm. really hard. All the other ones are just pure luck. Pretty much. When it comes to Wheel of Fortune... 
You're right, Kenny. It's just knowing words. Mm-hmm. You're, fi- you're filling in a puzzle. Yeah. yeah. Like a crossword puzzle. Yeah. It's easy to screw up, though. <clears throat> exactly. But if you screw up, mm-hmm. you look the dumbest yeah. of all of the game shows. And what makes it harder is Pat Sajak, who's wrapping up his final season as the host mm-hmm. of Wheel of Fortune, is hands down, no question, the biggest dick game show host on television. <laughs> be like, well, okay. That's not right. Yeah. He'll so go of, you. It's a, yeah. Yes. He will go out of his way to insult you. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even do it in like a kind-hearted, like, ribbing way. He no. does it in a way like, why are you wasting my time, you idiot? <laughs> I would be horrified to have to go on wheels. He's got to be very intimidating. Right? Yeah. Like, how does your brain work when you know that everyone in America is going to be watching you? I would freeze. Mm-hmm. You just freeze. You, you, your brain probably doesn't spot the obvious when you're nervous. You Because everybody at home is screaming at their TV, like, how do you not know what that word is? Yeah. There's enough letters there you should know. And then you'll say something completely different. Like, I mean, we all do it when we're watching any game show. Like, I'll watch Jeopardy. And, uh, you know, 10 questions out of the 30 that I get right, if yeah. I say it before somebody else does, oh, you idiot. Mm-hmm. Stupid, why are you so dumb? Why are you Alexander? Great, stupid. <laughs> I'd also be intimidated if I'm... Like, I'm really a fan of that host or something, too. Like, I'd be in awe that this guy's talking to me right now directly. Yeah. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Although they have to do, like, a meet and greet before, right, to try but and But still, yeah. I, 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 that's not a lot of time, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be nervous as hell. Yeah, because you're, you're being asked questions about your personal life on national television. I'll say, if Steve Harvey walks into a room, I'm going to freeze. <laughs> You, you're obsessed with Steve. I love Steve. That's Hart. another game show you can screw up really bad, Family too. Family well, no, it's designed for yes. you to screw up. Yes. Right. Cause, and it's also got a shot clock. Like, you know, yeah. You, and you got to do you it quickly. Fast. And then if you're you wrong. Say something you, inappropriate. And, uh, and I would freak out. No, you're right. Okay, so we had said that the Wheel of Fortune mistakes are the ones that go the most viral. We're wrong. It is the Family Feud mistakes. Yeah. Oh, my God, they're hysterical. But you're supposed to screw up. The game yeah. That game yeah. show is designed for those moments. Yeah. Yes, and even yeah. when you screw up, the guy's not like, Steve Harvey's not like, you're a dick. No. We all laugh together. Yes. Pat Sajak's just mean. He's <laughs> yeah. a mean, mean old man. He's a little mean man. Yeah. St- failed stand-up comics. See what happens when you fail at stand-up comedy? Well, he was get, a stand-up... I thought he was a weatherman. Uh, all, probably he both. did all these things. Yeah. What weatherman Don't, didn't try stand-up comedy They all think point? they're funny. They do. You know every weatherman thinks they're funny. Why are you getting mad at weathermen? I know. I'm, Why I, are you I, getting I, mad at weathermen? Are you saying m- Scott Hesko's not funny? Uh, he's a little unnerving. We didn't ask you to describe him. I just <laughs> It's a simple yes or no question. I support the weather ladies. Oh, you're not a weatherman guy. No. So Glenn Johnson's not funny? <laughs> no. Glenn not Johnson, bro. I met Glenn Johnson. Glenn Johnson's a funny guy. When? Uh, like three years ago. <laughs> it's very funny. One of the funniest moments. Oh, I bet. Way yeah, funnier yeah, than you. Yeah. If I could work with one man in radio, it would be Glenn Johnson. <laughs> 252-WCMF, 252-9263. We're talking about local guy Ryan DeMarco. He was on Wheel of Fortune last night. We don't know how he did. I meant to watch it, and I totally forgot. Ryan, sorry. Reaches out to us personally. <laughs> Yo, check it out. <laughs> Kimmy, yeah. is the chance at money on Wheel of Fortune worth the risk of puking all over yourself on national television? Um, Yeah, I still think it's worth it. So you'd go? Yeah, just for the experience. Tommy, is the risk worth the reward? Oh, no. Me and Spelling ain't flying, bro. <laughs> I would be exposed to such an illiterate. He'd be like, uh, Pat Sajak, like, well, not even close. <laughs> like, like when they ask you, like, because they say, what letter do you want to throw up there first? Sure, right? yeah, yeah. I would pick a crap letter that has no shot. Like, wait, what's your first letter? Q. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? What? 
Can you name all the vowels right now? Uh, A E I O. No. U and sometimes why you lie. Okay. Right. Can we talk about why it's sometimes why? It's either is or it isn't. Right. Why is it sometimes? If it counts every once in a while, it counts all the time. <laughs> no, look, seriously. I, never... listen, I don't know why. Listen, this is why I suck at all this stuff. Why is why is some of this stuff silent? Just drop it. <laughs> well, no, I mean... Just drop it. You don't need... What, if are it we does, Russian? If you, but if you don't use it, drop it. Now we're pitching about oh, it's called word economy. School, uh, word economy. Yeah, letter economy. letter economy. But Do I'm you- with you. Either so what and what I can remember saying, well, when is it? Well, you'll know when you see it. No, I won't. <laughs> two five two WCMF the man who was on Wheel of Fortune last night, Ryan DeMarco joins us in the break room. Okay, Ryan, first of all, how'd you do, buddy? I think I did all right. It was <laughs> Oh, not good. I then. ended up with uh <laughs> I ended up with like uh thirty five hundred dollars and a vacation to Costa Rica, which was pretty sweet. Damn. Really? Damn. That's great. Yeah, so it's a free yeah. trip, really. My girlfriend was there to witness, and uh, she got, she's going to come along. It's pretty great. Oh, that sucks because she was there, so now you have to take her to Costa Rica? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually like the whole joke. So so I made it to the bonus land, and uh, they introduced my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's my girlfriend. And Pat's like, oh, so you're going to bring her to Costa Rica? And I'm like, yeah, she's going to tag along with me. And uh, I use that word, pre- I use that phrase pretty freely. I didn't really mean it with any negative connotation. Sure. He looks at me, he's like, tag along. Yeah, that's like, a bad way to go. <laughs> no, but Saint Jack didn't have to be a dick. See what I mean? The guy's a dick. Like, he could have just been a and bro. Like, <laughs> and then he's like, Brian, spin the wheel. I'm like, oh, God, all right. Way to go, Pat Saint Jack. Way to be a – God, did Pat Saint Jack just hate his life? He's taking out everybody else? Well, he's never had a – I mean, he's, he's been doing that no, job. No, he, no, no, no. He, I'll say this. He was really nice. He's a really nice person. When I when I met him in person, like he was so nice. He made it really easy, and uh, it, it the conversations were so fluid and natural. It didn't feel like anything forced. Or he he was doing great. Old it was, Uncle Pat. It was a great experience. I loved it. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. So uh, Ryan, I don't mean to put pressure on you here, but you realize what you've done to yourself in bringing your girlfriend you out to the show, right? What? what? Okay, <laughs> what so Ryan, how long have you been with this girl for? Seven years. Okay. I know what you're going to say. Well, look, I mean, because... <laughs> he, he probably hears this all the time. Well, no, I don't care. Look, Ryan, you, right. you do you. I'm happy for you. But here's the problem. Yeah. Because, Tommy, she was on <clears throat> national television with him, mm-hmm. he now has to marry her. Because for the rest of his life, he marries somebody else. You've always... Uh, that girl. You brought that girl out to Will. Oh, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. show that clip ever again because it's got a woman you wouldn't be married to. Ryan, you have to go buy a ring right now and propose in Costa Rica. That's what you oh have to gosh. do. Oh, my gosh. I know. What do you think I'm doing with my winnings? It's, hold on. No, bro. Bro, 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 bro. $3,500 ring. Ooh. Don't buy the ring here. Where do you buy it? You buy it in Costa Rica on the cheap, and then you propose on the beach <laughs> on the cheap, and it's all paid for. Okay. You can get cheap jewelry in those tourist traps. Remember when I said Patrick Sajak was a giant dick? I take it back. You're yeah. a giant dick. Bro, it's like it's like 70, 80% off an engagement doing it in Costa Rica. 70, 80, oh, that's what women love to hear. 70% off the rest of our deal. lives together. She don't know that, man. It sparkles. She's on the beach. She's fine. You're going to go spend Todd Dollar on a ring. Oh, well, Ryan, congrats on your 3500 bucks, your trip to Costa Rica, and your soon-to-be engagement, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, bud. Have a good rest of the day. There goes Ryan. In Costa Rica, I don't know if that's like a cool place or an iffy place. Oh, I think 
It looks beautiful. They all look beautiful. I don't even if it was an iffy place. I don't think Wheel of Fortune's going to send you to the iffy part of the iffy place. Guatemala looks beautiful from the air. No, I'm just saying. Wheel of Fortune does not want the bad press of Wheel of Fortune contestant (laughs) murdered in hotel. No, I'm not saying bad, but you know the government could turn while you're there. (laughs) That's pretty bad. I'm on Santanisa Island now. I got a bandana on for some reason. Give me his no idea. I'm being loaded in the back of a flatbed truck. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.